I haven't done a podcast since the 9th of July and this is the third time I'm trying to do this podcast because I really think (laughs) I've lost my knack for it. My name is Stephanie. You may know me better as Moving Forward, Looking Forward from Instagram or Facebook. I also have a business called MFLF. And I used to podcast all the time, but I've had a lot of stuff going on over the last few months that has stopped me from being able to do what I wanted to do. That's why this episode is called Stealing My Sunshine. I wanted to talk about some of the things that have been happening and how I've responded as a result and how things just slowly dropped off without me even realizing that things are actually going badly because I wasn't really in a position to be able to identify that things weren't going well. So on that note, I just wanted to let you know that I'm not a professional. I'm not a GP, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a dietitian or a nutritionist. And anything that I do share today is based purely on my own experiences. Please don't take my advice as being professional advice because I'm not a professional. I'm not qualified to share anything with you that is of any, well, professional benefit. I just have a lot of stuff going on I have a lot of knowledge on different things but if you feel as though you need to go and seek help for anything I've spoken about today please do so a GP is a really good place to start so what's been going on for me well what hasn't been going on for me I've had a lot of stuff going on and I think what I'll first speak about is my mental health issues I did speak in depth about my mental health journey in one of my podcast episodes. It was episode 10, which you can find on my list of podcasts. And I shared with you about the treatment that I have to help me manage my bipolar 2, which is otherwise known as manic depression and anxiety. And I need to have that treatment every three to four months. And I didn't do that. So that's the the first place that I went wrong. My last lot of treatment was in December and I should have had it in around about March or April. I didn't. So I had my treatment back in August last month and I'm feeling good now. It took me a long time to feel good, but I am feeling as good as I will be able to feel. So that was mistake number one, not actually getting my treatment. Mistake number two was not noticing when I started going downhill and I really just need to start taking my own advice. I start having a lot of subtle changes when I'm becoming depressed. I stop listening to music. I stop partaking in things I really enjoy doing. I find it an effort to go to the gym. I am tempted by unhealthy food. And I think one thing I just ignored was the fact that those things were happening because Two years ago, well, almost two years ago, when I started my weight loss journey again, my measure of when I was depressed was not getting out of bed. So if I was able to get the kids ready for school, but I went back to bed or I called in sick to work and I stayed in bed all day under my doona reading a book or watching Netflix and I did that for more than two days, that was an indicator to me that I was depressed and I wasn't well. But this time around, that didn't happen. I was able to get up. I was able to get the kids ready. I was able to send them off to school. I could even do a load of washing, dishes, whatever else I had going on. I thought I was doing okay. So when I sat with my psychiatrist a couple of months ago and told him, look, I'm not feeling great, he said to me, look, have you had any any periods of depression? I'm like, no, I haven't. 
But I realized for me that my mark of depressive behavior has changed. So when I don't go to the gym and when I'm not meal prepping and when I'm tempted by bad stuff, that's an indicator to me that, hey, something's going on. And I thought I was doing really well because I hadn't been in bed and things were great and I was able to you know, function at home, but I wasn't able to function outside. And that should have been something that I realized straight away that, oh, you're not feeling well, you need to go and have your treatment. But I will know for next time. I ended up having to drop my uni subject. So I am studying nutrition and I wasn't able to keep up with the work. So I ended up deferring my subjects until November so I'm back at uni in a month and a bit but I didn't even notice that was something that I dropped as being a symptom of not coping. I stopped my podcasts because I didn't have the energy to be able to think of things to talk about oh my god if you knew me if you're one of my friends listening to this you're probably laughing right now because I always have something to talk about but Recording a podcast and giving parts of me requires a lot of energy, whether it be positive or negative or, you know, tapping into some of those things I don't particularly want to talk about. It's it's hard. So I wasn't able to, to do them. My exercise, I dropped that for a couple of weeks and that in itself should have been something that jumped out at me because I know that if I'm not feeling great and I work out, I'll feel amazing. But I wasn't even able to get out to work out. So that should have been something I realized that, hey, things aren't right. But anyway, I didn't. I also noticed that I wasn't sharing a lot of content on Instagram and Facebook. Now, I do try and post a couple of days, sorry, a couple of times a day. I try and share something, whether it be something that's funny or whether it be a workout or a photo or things like that. I, I wasn't doing as much of that and... I don't share my stuff for myself. I share my stuff for other people. And I noticed that I wasn't able to keep up with comments or messages. And yeah, so I just sort of dropped off the face of the earth. Not entirely. I was still here, but a bare minimum version of myself. So that's probably the biggest thing that had happened to me since my last podcast. But there are a lot of little things that happened in between which resulted in me responding in that way. The first one, probably the biggest thing that's happened to me in the last few months was an incident of bullying where I needed to get advice from a solicitor and the police and obviously I'm not able to chat in depth about it but I had a friend who I was really concerned about and I gave her some advice, which she has asked for in the past, and it was delivered in a nice way and she didn't like what I said and then she started bagging me openly, started contacting people who follow me on Instagram, bagging me to them. She started using fake accounts to message me and to stalk me and to write defamatory comments. It was hell. It was one of the most horrible few weeks that I've experienced in such a long time because when you're out in the public like I am, it can be scary when people start saying things about you that aren't true 
And because I hadn't been doing any of the things that she said I'd been doing and because I don't act in those sorts of ways, I was able to very quickly defend myself and correct what she was saying but I also shouldn't have to so for someone walking along the street right now who doesn't share their life on Instagram if someone said something about them they wouldn't feel the need to defend it but when I've got someone saying things about me to people who follow me but don't know me personally yeah I have to defend it because whilst I don't care about what people think of me I am not standing for people bullying me and saying that I've had gastric sleeve but I'm not telling anyone or saying that I am a nasty person because of this that and the other there's a huge difference between just bagging someone out and defamation and there's also a huge difference between being mean to someone and full-on bullying and this person was not only defaming me but also bullying me and it was hard I ended up sending her a letter well my solicitor ended up sending her a letter asking her to cease and desist and examples of the illegal behavior were provided And it stopped. And I'm glad it stopped because I didn't want to have to go down the next line to have to have that to stop, which would have been an intervention order or a protective order, I think they call it, because she's not a family member. But it was hard because this person, this person has always supported me until that point and... I'm not sure why they turned, but I hate the fact that I upset people by sharing my successes. I really do. And oh my God, no, I'm not going to cry about this. It's just stupid. I might cry about it. You know, I don't, I don't share my stuff to make people feel bad about themselves. I share it to help show people that they can do it. And I share it because I wish that I had someone when I was at my lowest just showing the real things about what was going on in their life and knowing that sometimes people take that completely the wrong way is really hard because sometimes it makes me think you know what maybe you shouldn't share anything maybe you should just keep eating and just be fat (laughs) it would be so much easier and I remember when all this stuff was going on and I'm actually going to find the posts away don't misquote myself but I remember when this was happening this person wrote some really 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 nasty things about me publicly and privately and it was on a Tuesday that it all happened and Tuesday is transformation Tuesday and normally I put up a picture of myself from when I was my heaviest or you know a few months ago or just just something showing a transformation And I quote what I wrote on that particular day. It's a photo of me sitting on the chair at the gym in the change room. And I remember I was going to take a photo and smile and compare it to one of my other pictures, but I I didn't feel like I could because I felt horrible because of what this person had said about me. And, And what I wrote 
is I sat in tears tonight in the change room at the gym. A friend, in inverted commas, said that I've become snobbish since losing weight. This only came after I expressed concerns for her health. Why is it that when you begin to feel confident, people portray that as being a snob? The first person that came running to help attack me has also said some very nasty things about me and many others in this community. Look at me. I'm not perfect. I'm far from it. I look like a fat lump of shit in this picture. And I spent more time than I'll admit picking myself to pieces when I looked at myself in the mirror tonight. What she said is more of a reflection on her than it is on me. And I need to remember that. I'll cry. cry. (laughs) Oh my God, I can't even read. I'll cry. I'll let it out. And then I'll wake up tomorrow and keep being awesome. And I remember taking that picture and just looking thinking why why be jealous of me like I am I am not all that and that's one thing that I hope I've shared along my journey is that I am not perfect I am far from perfect I like to sneak in a cheeky hash brown from McDonald's even though they're 578 kilojoules and covered in oil I like to drink wine I like to eat pizza I don't work out every day I I am far from perfect I am, oh my God, I am not perfect. And having people who are jealous of me try and imply that I am, you know what, maybe maybe I'm more perfect than them, but I'm not perfect. And when, when this girl said to me that I'd become snobbish and that I was stuck up and that I'd changed since losing weight, that, that hurt because... I think that part of my journey, the hardest part, sorry I'm crying, I didn't want it to be like this, but I didn't realise I was still upset about it. The hardest part of my journey for me has been accepting who I am now and relearning the person I am. It's really hard waking up every day being a little bit different to who you were the day before. I love who I am now, but I also loved who I was then. And I I miss certain aspects of the person I was before I started losing weight. I miss being able to hide. I don't mean I don't mean that because I share my journey and people recognize me and stuff like that. I don't mean it in that way, but I mean when I was at my biggest, I could hide. Even though I was the biggest person in the room, I still felt that I could hide. But now because I want to talk and I want to mingle and I want to get to know people and I want to share journeys and experiences and stuff like that, when you're you're going into a room and you're pretty much the same size as everyone else, you can't hide. <laughs> and I, I miss that. That's hard. Um, yeah, actually wanting to get out there and live is really difficult and so that person who I was then I miss I miss not caring I miss not caring about what I looked like or about what clothes I was wearing or my eyebrows weren't perfect <laughs> I miss that like, I, I don't want to go back there don't get me wrong I don't want to go back there but I I do miss a lot of aspects of that person I miss the laziness that might sound really stupid, but I I miss not feeling like I have to go to the gym. My God, I love the gym and I love everything that that brings me. But it was so much easier <laughs> to not 
to sit on my bum and not do anything, <laughs> but I wasn't enjoying it as much as I, I enjoy my life now. So, yeah, it's it's sort of hard when people comment and criticize you for who you are today and suggesting that you're perfect and you're snobbish and, and stuff like that. If anything, I feel like I'm a better friend because I'm feeling better within myself. I feel as though I have more to give people. I've got more energy. I've got more life in me. I've got the capacity to be able to to genuinely reach out to people and say, hey, look, are you okay? Can I help? Or just be that ear to listen to. I'm full of life and I'm not stuck in my bubble anymore. So it's hard when people criticize you and I suppose it comes down to like I said earlier I don't I don't care what people think of me like I don't care what strangers think of me but when people who were your friends start saying things like that yeah it does hurt and I'm not going to let her steal my sunshine from from that post after I posted that I shared a picture of what did I share I went to the gym and I did three classes the following day <laughs> um, because I know that when I'm feeling horrible, I I like to exercise because it makes me feel better. And after my three classes, I shared a picture of myself in the gym with my little curves and I wrote, stuck up, snobby, judgmental, better than everyone else, so perfect, whatever you think of me, you can't deny I'm amazing. I'm sorry, not sorry if I sound cocky, but I deserve to feel confident as I've worked so hard. Haters going to hate. I can't stand Taylor Swift, by the way, but I do love that saying. And I'm just going to keep living my best life and focusing on my journey and my story. I remember when I used to find it hard to watch others succeed when it came to their health and fitness. It was only because I thought what they were doing was out of my reach, but it wasn't. I was full of excuses, but now I'm stronger than them. There's nothing stopping me now. And I remember posting that and just feeling empowered and realizing that it's not about me. It's about how that person feels. But once again, I felt bad that I'd made that person feel that way. But I continued on and I've done my stuff. And with every post that I made for a couple of weeks after that person would bag me out and be nasty about me once again defamatory comments inboxing people things about me that weren't true it, it was horrible and that's pretty much when I dropped off a couple of things and I suppose the way you can put it and I hadn't thought of it this way but think of a a backpack and I've got a backpack on my back and it's full and every time something happens, something drops out the bottom of that backpack and then it was left empty. And over the last month or two, I've been picking up those things and putting them back in my backpack. That's how I feel. I've evolved over the last few months. I've, I've dropped bits of me because of, of things that have been going on and I've had to pick them up again. And it hasn't been easy. It's been tough. But I've done it and I'm proud of myself and... Not only did I have the stuff going on from that girl, I had stuff going on from one of her friends and this girl doesn't like me for pretty much the same reason as this other girl. This girl was very nasty to me about 12 months ago and same situation. I I was asked for advice on food and I gave her the advice and 
then I stopped following her because I noticed that she was doing the same sorts of things that I was doing when I was at my unhealthiest and I didn't want to watch it because I'd given advice and I'd taken time out of my day to try and help her but I didn't like watching her sabotage herself and go downhill and it was hard because I know it's up to you like I know you can't change someone else's mind if someone wants to be unhealthy that's up to them but watching someone do that really triggered me reminding myself of how much I didn't care about myself and I didn't want to watch that person go down that path and I unfollowed them and they inboxed me asking why and I wasn't actually going to say anything but I pulled up my big girl panties and thought you know what if you've unfollowed that person and they're asking you why tell them so I did I told them why and I said to them that I didn't like watching them destroy themselves it was really hard and it brought back a lot of memories from my time and I really wished that they would take the support they were given and this person then blocked me and then started bagging me out to everyone and this person was sending screenshots of my stuff to the other person that I had to get the letter from the solicitor and so that person was fueling that person's fire I suppose you could say and I ended up having to do an Instagram video which I chose to do by the way because this person started telling people that I've had gastric sleeve and she started calling me a fraud and telling people that I was lying about how I was losing weight. So when I heard about this, I heard about it from more than one person. I did an Instagram video. I showed everyone my stomach. I showed them that I haven't got any new scars. Last time I had any type of surgery was back in 2000 and oh my God, I don't want to get my dates wrong, 2011 because I initially had my lap band put in in 2010 and then I had to have it redone in 2011. So all of my scars are old and you can tell that, like that's obvious. And I suppose my other biggest question to the person being nasty about me is if I've had gastric sleeve, why the hell am I only losing 500 grams a week? <laughs> like, how does that work? I am putting in such an effort and eating well and exercising. And yeah, you know what? I know I'm building muscle, but why aren't I losing like a kilo, two kilos a week? Why aren't I at my goal weight yet? Why isn't my skin looking saggier than it actually does? Maybe it's because I haven't had any surgery. And this is another person who stole my sunshine or another type of person. I suppose I probably better to word it because I I don't want to eat into stuff like that anymore. I don't want to feel like I have to justify myself. I did simply because she was calling me a fraud and suggesting I was fraudulent. And if it was just an attack on my character, that's fine. But the fact that she was attacking my business, that was where I drew the line because that's my income. That's my livelihood. And I'm not interested in having people put that down. I'm losing weight because I'm working hard. I'm eating the right stuff. I'm putting in the effort. My weight loss tool doesn't work. I do have a lap band, but it is not functioning at the moment. And I'm not in a hurry to have the surgery to make it function. Sure, I could have it and I could lose a lot more weight than I am right now. But for the first time in my life, I am able to do this without that tool. And I am fully supportive of people who have weight loss surgery. I have had it myself. 
but to be able to actually do this without needing that tool has made me feel so proud of myself and I love how I get to see both sides of the weight loss surgery fence you know I've had it when it's worked I've had it when it hasn't worked I've been able to lose weight now with a tool that is not functioning but I've just kept on going so I will not have that type of person steal my sunshine I will continue to kick butt if people want to bag me and lie about me and say things behind my back that aren't true, I will correct them and I will do it publicly. I'm not afraid to call out those sorts of people. Now, you've noticed I haven't named them. I'm not going to name them. I'm not that type of person, but I will correct those sorts of people because I want to make them look like the idiots that they are. You don't walk around saying things about people that aren't true. It's not fair. It's not nice. And whether they're doing it because they want to feel better about themselves or they want to put me down to make them feel better about themselves or they want me to lose friends or followers, whatever the reason behind it is, I feel so sorry for those types of people. And I was explaining it to a friend the other day. We were speaking about people who need to put others down to get attention for themselves and I was actually speaking to one of my friends about it today as well in in her instance where someone was really nasty about her and I said how sad is it that people actually have to put others down to make themselves feel better to get 30 seconds of limelight there's plenty of other ways to get attention There's so many other ways that you can get people to pay attention to you or you can get someone to like you or you can have a a meaningful relationship with someone without having to lie about others and be nasty to others because it's, it's not nice and it comes back to you and then you look like an idiot. And I suppose one of the best things that my solicitor said to me when this happened was, you know, by showing that I am not going to tolerate that type of bullying and by doing exactly what I did, which was sending the letter and advising of where they went wrong, I've set a benchmark for anyone else who wants to do that because I'm not I'm not going to take that. I don't take that sort of stuff laying down, so I've got the hiccups. I'm not interested in in dealing with that type of person. I don't allow people to treat me that way. And I will not allow people to treat me that way. And I will not allow that type of person to steal my sunshine. I think one thing that we all know, and I don't really know how to word it, is not everyone's going to be happy for us. (laughs) And I say us because whether you're sharing a journey or whether you're on one yourself or whatever, there's always going to be people in your life that aren't going to be happy for you if you're pregnant and you've got a friend who's struggling to have a baby or can't have a baby or whatever reason that person may not be able to feel genuinely happy for you or if you're getting married and you've got a a single friend who has problems finding someone to be with or they're terribly lonely that person might not be able to be happy for you but I think accepting that not everyone's going to be able to be happy for you helps you also understand why these sorts of people are the way they are and I'm not going to change to accommodate people I'm going to keep kicking butt 
I am going to keep sharing my stuff. I am going to keep on doing what I'm doing for me because I have spent way too long not caring about myself and caring more about what others think of me than to let something like this get to me. I've talked for much longer than I thought I would about this. (laughs) But it's been good to talk about it because it's something that has really impacted me. And it's something that just triggered just the start of a, a few really long, hard months. But I've come out on top of it and I am feeling amazing and I look forward to being able to keep doing the things that I'm doing and be proud of them and not ashamed and just continue to share to help others on their journey. With that, I'm going to finish this podcast. I feel as though I've cried and laughed and touched on enough stuff and I'm happy that I've got this space to be able to talk about these sorts of things. I hope you've been able to get something from it and I hope that you don't let others steal your sunshine as well because it's not worth it. Enjoy your life, do what you're doing, forget what others think because what others think of you is none of your business. As always, if you'd like to get in touch with me, you're more than welcome to send me an email. My email address is steph, so S-T-E-P-H, at M-F, oh, hang on, I got that wrong. Let's do that again. My email address is steph, M-F-L-F, at gmail.com. Shoot me an email if you'd like to. I welcome any comments, feedback, podcast suggestions. I'm always happy to hear from you. I love getting emails from people that I've, I've helped touch. And I look forward to chatting to you again soon. Enjoy your day or night or wherever it is you are in the world and make sure you be happy and live your best life. Take care.